but that all started with in 2019 i had like four or five so i think it was four starts in high a but i didn't give up any runs and then my fifth start i gave up one run so i was like you know what i mean i, I would kind of like every time i like got my beard grow out and then i'd trim it up i like would just leave the mustache part and like send a picture of it to my wife or something like that just to see her reaction she's like i mean what the hell are you doing i was like i, I don't know so this time i did it and uh my roommate alex phillips in high he came in and he's like what are you doing i was like i don't know so keep it for a day and see what happens and then literally later that day we went to the field and i had got i got promoted to double a so i was like hey, man, i guess i'll just run with it and sure enough the double a pitched really well got called the triple a and went back and forth like once or twice in triple a to double a but the whole season i mean i threw really well and then eventually i got called up and i was like talking talk to my wife i was like do i keep the mustache she's like yes you have to keep it <laughs> what's going on everybody welcome back to outside the stadium with us today is a twins pitcher randy dobnak what's going on randy hey guys what's up we're chilling man i'm harry dero's the one with that twins background what's going on dero hey guys yeah you want to take us away sounds good randy thank you for taking the time um yeah, no problem thanks for having me so you have a really interesting story. You were never scouted by the twins in person. They saw your YouTube videos and, and videos of you and they brought you on and, and it kind of happened that way. It's extremely unique, probably one of the most unique stories we've had of anyone on the show. Can you tell us how that process went and what that was like? Um, yeah, coming out of college, I, I mean, I had some scouts that would come see me play every once in a while, um, but I never kind of like formally met them. And then sure enough, after I graduated college, the draft happened. And I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't expecting to be drafted like, you know, the first or second day. I was thinking maybe day three, you know, like late round, you know, somebody would be like, oh, we'll give this guy a shot. He had decent numbers in college, even though it was D2. Um, but my name never came around. And luckily for me, I had a connection to an indie ball team. And the coach, uh, Skip Johnson, we call him Skip Johnson, but his real name is uh, Jim Essien. He's a former manager player for the cubs and like five six plus other teams for like 15 17 years um his son was my catcher my first two years of college danny essian in my freshman year he was like hey after you graduate like i want you to come play for me i was like at, the, at that time i was like yeah was, i mean we'll see what happens and then sure enough after uh the draft happened he shot he shot me a text and was like hey man i, I got a spot for you if you want to still join i was like i'll be there tomorrow so i headed up to Utica, Michigan, in the USPBL, which is called the United Shores Professional Baseball League. Um, at that point, they had four teams. They played at one stadium. You play like three, four games a week or something like that. Um, and I mean, I think I had five starts with there, five or six starts. And one random morning, I got a call from a twin scout saying, hey, we want to sign you. Like, long story short, like, hey, we want to sign you. I was like, yes. I mean, he's like, are you sure? I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> And I later find out, I mean, his name was uh, Billy Milos was the scout that, uh, I guess, signed me or scouted me, but he never came to the stadium. Um, he just, I guess he saw videos on YouTube and was like, hey, this guy seems like a decent dude. Let's give him a shot. So that was in, tw that was in 2017. <laughs> wow. I mean, if that doesn't show you the power of social media, I mean, you know, that is incredible story and good for you, man. You have a long career ahead of you. We're looking forward to see what you do. Yeah, it's crazy. So actually, this is actually crazy to me also. You grew up a big-time Pirates fan, and you attended over 150 games at the park. And then in 2020, you pitched six shutout innings against them. 
you know, in that park. You want to talk about how it was to be a fan and then a player that's shutting out your former favorite team? Yeah, I mean, that, that, that was pretty wild. I mean, it would have been a lot better if uh, they could have fans last year, obviously, because I would have probably sold out the whole stadium with families and friends um, just from the Pittsburgh area. But growing up, I, I grew up in Pittsburgh, so I was always, you know, Pirates fan, Steelers fan, Penguins fan, um, still a Steelers fan. I don't really watch hockey too much. Um, but every summer, that's where I would spend my money. I would buy, I would buy cheap tickets, you know. I mean, tickets to the higher games weren't too expensive. I would get, like, the bleacher seats in left field maybe 10 bucks max and I'll get there early for BP, you know, trying to get as many, many baseballs as I can and all that fun stuff. And then I don't know. I mean, it's been way, it's probably more than 150 games. I, don't, I, can't, I couldn't pinpoint it, but I was at the very first game at PNC park and I was at the very last game at three rivers, even though I was like, I guess I would have been six years old at the time, but my dad was like, I want you guys, he was me and my brother and him. He's like, I want you guys to be at the last game and the first game. Um, and we used to go to every opening day at PNC Park growing up until I went to college. And obviously we had like practice and games during that time. So that's kind of when that stopped. Um, when I found out that I was, I saw the, when the schedule came out for like the whole, the short season, I was like, hey, we're actually going to Pittsburgh. It's kind of cool. And then um, earlier in the season, like, so we had some guys get hurt and like, hey, you're going to be starting for us, you know. And it's, sure enough, it lined up perfectly for me to get a start at PNC Park. So it was really surreal. I mean, Definitely a little different, you know, being on the mound rather than being in the stands. Um, but it was pretty cool. I mean, it's probably one of the best views in baseball as a fan or just, you know, any ballpark with the whole city in the background and all that cool stuff. Um, but that was probably one of my best starts I've ever had in my career. So I guess it's meant to be. <laughs> well, that's an unreal accomplishment. That's uh, it's pretty insane, actually. Like your story, it's incredible. Um, it's also funny, like, when I was a kid, I always wanted to like play in the bigs and I, and I hate the Mets like with a deep passion. I'm an Atlanta Braves fan. And I was like, what if I had to play on the Mets? Like, could I do it? And I was like, I don't, I don't think I could do it. So it's just like funny to, to think about that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. I mean, I'm, I was, I'm excited to go back eventually. Hopefully, I can't remember the schedule for next year, but maybe the year after. Um, it was weird. Like this year we played the Central. We, uh, we always play the Brewers because it's like the little crosstown rival or whatever. But we played at Cincinnati, we played at the Cardinals, and we played at the Reds, but we didn't go to the Pirates. And the Pirates came to us, but, like, every, every team came to us, but we went everywhere except for Pittsburgh. I was like, I don't know who makes the schedule, but we <laughs> messed it up. <laughs> we got to be back there. Um, so, so I know they, they really love you in Minnesota, and, and, you know, I see that the, the mustache has changed a little bit. I see, you know, we got a new look. But, you know, tell us about the, the signature mustache and how that came to be. Yeah, I don't really rock out in the off season. It's kind of just like, you know, it's wintertime in West Virginia. So I try and grow a beard to keep my face a little warmer. Um, but that all started with in 2019, I had like four or five. So I think it was four starts in high A, but I didn't give up any runs. And then my fifth start, I gave up one run. So I was like, you know what? I mean, I, I would kind of like every time I would like got my beard grow out and then I'd trim it up. I like would just leave the mustache part and like send a picture of it to my wife or something like that just to see her reaction. She's like, I mean, what the hell are you doing? I was like, I, I don't know. So this time I did it and uh, my roommate, Alex Phillips in high, he came in and he's like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. So keep it for a day and see what happens. And then literally later that day, we got to the field and I had got, I got promoted to double A. So I was like, I, mean, I guess I'll just run with it. And sure enough, the double A pitched really well, got called to triple A and, Went back and forth like once or twice in AAA to AA. 
but the whole season, I mean, I threw really well. And then eventually I got called up and I was like, talking talk to my wife, I was like, do I keep the mustache? She's like, yes, you have to keep it. <laughs> so sure enough, I roll into the clubhouse. I'm like, hey, what's up, Skip? And nobody, nobody really was saying, they're like, what is, what is that? I was like, I don't know. And then I ended up getting married. Um, that's the, I guess that's why another story, but um, I had the mustache for the wedding as well because it was like the last series of the season. Um, I wasn't going to be available anyway because I just pitched the day before. Uh, they flew to KC and I flew home for my wedding. And, and then we had playoffs in 19. And uh, my wife's grandma was like, you have to keep the mustache. I was like, well, if grandma says I'm keeping the mustache, I got to keep the mustache. And at that time, I had I had been growing my beard out on the sides because um, originally my wife was like, you're shaving that for the wedding, right? I was like, yeah, I will, of course, whatever. And then, I mean, she just kept rolling and rolling. I was like, oh, well, mustache is here. And then she was like, yeah, I mean, you, you have to keep it. So now all of our wedding photos are just near with the mustache. It'll be interesting to tell my kids about that when they get older. <laughs> I mean, yeah. first we had playoff beards and now we got good luck mustaches. So <laughs> whatever works, right? It definitely works, man. You know, it definitely works. And I got a good story. You, you're a good storyteller. So I got one. Obviously, we all know the Uber driver story, how you started that before, you know, you got called up. But I'm actually going to take a different stance on it. I'm going to say <laughs> you're an excellent teammate because of it. You had a 4.99 Uber driver rating out of five. <laughs> so I just want to I have two questions. One, how did you stay ready as an Uber driver? And then tell me a couple of things, you know, you took from being an Uber driver to the MLB. So uh, I think it was... 2018 off season, uh, I was still back home and oh no, no, it was 2017 off season. My first off season when I was in the minor leagues, I was back in Pittsburgh with my parents, um, and I had got a few jobs work, where you know working like the 8:30 to the five o'clock typical job. I was like, this this kind of sucks, like sitting at a desk all day. I don't want to do that, you know. Um, at that point, it's like you know, there's certainly a certain amount of time that you have to like go for it, and with like you know working out and all that stuff. And I figured. Um, probably like a month after I started my other job, it was like, that's a, uh, tax consultant. I don't even know what it was. It was so miserable. Um, I think it was more about the people that I work with. They just weren't very fun to be around. Like they would just be super pissed off all day. I'm like, just, just leave me alone, please. But anyways, um, about a month after that, I had a friend that, um, mentioned it to me, like driving Uber and Lyft. And I was like, you know what? I mean, I just got this new car probably in May. And at this point, it's like, I want to say late October, maybe November. And Pittsburgh's like a happening place, you know, downtown and whatnot. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll try it. I'll, I'll try it out. And for like the first month and a half, uh, I was working at that job. And then I would go drive at night from like seven to like 10 or whatever to try it out. And after like I did that, I was like, you know what? I think I should. I mean, I like this because it's like, it's your own hours. It's your own, whatever you want to work. You don't have no obligations. It's like, if you want to work, flip it on. If you don't turn it off. Um, so at that point, I was like, I quit my other job and I was doing Uber and Lyft. Most people do both because it keeps them more consistent with the rides and whatnot. And actually I have more rides with Lyft than Uber, but that's, that's another story. A lot of people don't know that. Um, so I found out, you know, the whole like doing it on your own time thing was awesome. So I can like focus on baseball stuff. And then whenever I was done with all that stuff, you know, going to the gym, going out and throwing bullpens or just playing catch, doing whatever I need to do that day. I can be like, okay, it's, you know, Thursday, Friday, I'll go drive for five plus, five plus hours. So most of the time I was doing that Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sometimes I would do it Sunday mornings too, you know, get the P 
people back home that were out partying. But um, I just thought it was really nice to be able to do that. You know, focusing focusing on baseball stuff first rather than you know sitting at a desk for eight plus hours a day and then do all this other stuff just to try to make money. And it, it ended up being more money than I would have done sitting at that desk all day. Plus, I got to do all my baseball stuff. So that was my main focus at that point. It was just I wanted a job where I can make money, but focus on baseball because, you know, that time frame for most people isn't very long. So I was like, you know, I just got, you got to go for it. So, and I ended up doing that again, um, not 2018 off season. Cause I had moved into my wife's or my fiance's at the time we lived with her parents until this past off season. And, um, I got a job at a warehouse, but that was, a little bit better. I was up on my feet a lot, a lot more. So I was like, you know, it's kind of like exercise and whatnot. Um, and then I ended up, I would do it in spring training in 2018 and 2019. I did it in spring training down in Fort Myers because I mean, we'd be at the field fast pitchers. If, if you're not pitching that day, you're, you're done at like 11 or 12. Like I'm not going to go back to my room and sit down and play video games for 10 plus hours a day. You know, I could it'd be great, but I was like, I can use my time better, make some money doing that. And I actually ended up, um, a lot of my buddies knew that I was doing it. So if I was out and about and be like, Hey, can you pick me up some food? I'll pay you. I was like, yeah, send me your order. I'll go get it. So got to do what you got to do. That's incredible. Yeah. I'm still mad at the person, that one person that didn't give you a five. Cause then it would have hurt. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what that was about. I tried to find out who it was and see if I did something wrong, but I guess not. I don't know. must've been a mistake. Probably. It's crazy. Like we've had multiple, you're not the only one of like, only person who's came out to the show and said like they were working like a nine to five job while trying to make the MLB and like some got like the all-stars in the league like they have no idea what that's like like their entire life coming yeah, out like a lot of times guys would be like first like first rounders and they have all this money they don't need to work but people I mean people do realize but I don't think a lot of people realize that minor leaguers don't make a lot of money so and a lot of them you know sign for a thousand bucks which is like the minimum but I actually I signed for 500 bucks out of indie ball and most of the time, guys that they get drafted like 20, 30 rounds, um, they're getting like a grand. So that can only last you like what one student loan payment. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. And I, I want to yeah. like, like, you know, working in a job and trying to make the MLB, like both of those things are very difficult. And like some, <laughs> you and other guys we've had on the show have done it, and it's just unreal. So I just wanted to say kudos to you for that. It's, it's amazing. I appreciate it. I think it's more about the upbringing. You know, I, I was really given, I mean, my family wasn't rich and I, you know, as soon as I turned 16, I was working jobs. So I'm used to working. I actually didn't mind it because it gives you something to do. Um, now that I'm not working in the off season, sometimes it's kind of boring. It's like, oh, I'll wake up, I'll make breakfast and go work out. And then it's like, oh, it's 10 o'clock. Now what? <laughs> Maybe for old time's sake, you'll have to switch on that, uh, the, the lift the lift app. and. You know. <laughs> It might still work. I don't know. I don't even know if they do it around where I live at now, but yeah. I probably have to update my stuff first, but maybe. Listen, yeah. But now that I have this house, it gives me some things to do. Sure. Got, got to do some work around the house. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you play with a guy by the name of Nelson Cruz, who's phenomenal. You know, I, so I want to know what it's like to, you know, play with him and also, you know, from being in the dugout and locker with him, do you think he's going to reach that 500 home run milestone? Um, just, I mean, just playing around him is pretty cool. You know, him and like any other veteran guys that have been around for like 15 plus years. I mean, they've seen a lot of things and know how to like deal with certain things. So, um, luckily in 2019, we had, a, we had a bunch of guys that had been around for a while, um, in 2020 
and this year, I guess, um, if you have any questions, you can kind of like ask them like, Hey, like, what do I need to do this time? Like they'll give you a rundown of like certain things. If you have questions about it, whether he's a pitcher or a hitter, he'll give you like some feedback. Like as a pitcher, I can talk to like Cruz or JD Donaldson be like, Hey, like, what do you think about this pitch sequence of this guy or should I pitch him in, you know, all this other stuff. And they'll like, they'll give you feedback from like a hitter's perspective, uh, which is really nice. Um, so having those guys around is awesome. And I think Nelly, what's he at now? Like 430 or something? 429? 449, not 49. Uh, 449. Um, I mean, he's massive. Uh, he, I, he, I think he keeps his body in really good shape, obviously. Um, so, I mean, if he keeps doing what he's been doing the last few years, I think he'll be able to squeeze out 51 more. You said 449? Yeah. Yeah, I think he can do it. That's probably two healthy seasons, if not maybe one crazy healthy season. <laughs> Luckily for him, he's been he's been pretty healthy the last few years, other than like a few minor things. Um, but I like I've seen him, his work ethic and like his preparation each every single day is it's pretty elite. I mean, what he just does, he like he has scheduled nap times, he has scheduled do this time, do this, and get ready for the game and whatnot. And, I don't know. We'll see. So we'll see what happens next year. Yeah. I'm sure somebody will give him a chance. A hundred percent. I mean, he perfected his game. I think so. I think he'll be. Fine. Yeah. He actually didn't even break into the league until he was 25, which is kind of wild to think about. Nuts. Also, I was going to say the DH is coming to the NL. They say so. I mean, yeah. If if the, if the if they get rid of the or if they add the DH, I think he'll definitely have a spot. I mean, I think he's going to have a spot regardless, but that'll just even open the doors for him even more. Absolutely. So I'm going to, you know, change it from baseball a little bit. And I saw that you play, you know, you used to play a lot of RuneScape and you play a lot of video now. You want to just talk about, you know, what's your favorite games and, you know, is video gaming one of your favorite hobbies? Maybe do you Twitch, anything like that, anything to do with video games? Yeah, so I, I started playing RuneScape probably when I was like, I don't know, I think it was like 2002 or something like that. I was probably seven years old. I was watching my brother do it one day on like a giant, massive, super long computer monitor, you know, like the old ones back on like dial-up internet i was like what is this game he's like i don't know i'm just checking it out i was like i would like literally pull up a chair next to him and watch him i was like oh this is kind of cool like at first i was like this game looks pretty stupid and like, sure enough I, I was still playing it literally until like this day i still have my account um when i was in the minor leagues even in 2019 and 2020 i played the shit out of it like on the road in the hotels and stuff i mean i just pulled up on my laptop so um but right now, I haven't played that in a while. Um, kind of requires a lot more. It's, it's a grinding game, so you need a lot of time. Um, pretty much all of this season, I was playing Warzone with a few buddies, and I played a little bit. Of, I started playing Apex Legends a little bit. Um, I'm really good at like the shooter games, but I'm really, really bad at the sports games. I don't know why. Like MLB The Show, Madden, I'm awful at those games. But right now, uh, I just got my PC probably middle of the season, so. I might expand my horizon a little bit on some different PC games and see what happens. But for now, it's just Warzone and Apex. That's about it. I've always played, I've always enjoyed playing Call of Duty. So most of my friends play it still. It's like quick and fun time. Good choices. I'm playing Warzone right Sometimes now. Sometimes frustrating. I'm literally playing Warzone right after this. So, you know, I'm on. Yeah. I, I'm there. A lot of people have mentioned me doing like, streaming. They're like, well, if you, you should stream RuneScape. Like, imagine that. I was like, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I just like slip up and say something stupid and get myself banned. 
Yeah. Get myself canceled. <laughs> you could do highlight videos of awards, though. You could do it. Do yeah. Um, I know my buddy Garver. He streams a lot in the off-seasons. Um, and for the most part, I'll play with him during that. So I guess this can be kind of partly streaming. I've seen, I've seen Harry play video games. You guys know each other, man. Harry's got Harry's a talented video gamer, I'm telling you. What's your KD? Uh, I have no, I don't know, KD. My best game is actually the sports game. It's the opposite. 2K, ah. I don't lose. 2K, I don't lose. <laughs> like, I was, I, whatever. I'll get into it after the interview, but we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. So I got one more question for you. You know, you've accomplished so much so far in a very unique way. Um, let's talk about, you know, looking forward. What are some things that you hope to accomplish? Um, I mean, I say this every year. It's like, I just want to give myself, I want to have a good enough year to give myself a chance to come back next year. Um, and obviously this year is really not very good for me. Uh, I started off not really well. And then I got injured with this like finger issue. And then I came back one seven, but I gave up five against the Rays. And then my finger tore that time, which was the same exact injury. So it was a rough year, but I mean, going forward, I just, want to continue just to play. I mean, it's something I've always done my whole, I mean, this will be my 24th year of baseball, I guess you can say, or 23rd maybe. So baseball has been my whole time, my whole life. So as long as I can continue to play it, um, obviously every off season, I want to get stronger, get more, you know, work on my mechanics a little bit. Um, and just be consistent. That's, that's always who I've been really is this consistency i want to be that guy it's like oh he's pitching today this is what you're going to get you're not going to get a lot of strikeouts but you're not going to see a lot of runs scored uh um and obviously this year was a little different but things happen so i mean baseball's a game of adjustments so back to the drawing board and figure out what happened last year and kind of attack my weaknesses and come into spring training looking to get myself another spot that's it man i mean we 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 loved watching you we you know we love your story and we're looking forward to watching you next year so thank you so much for taking the time yeah yeah no problem thank you guys